Hey, how you doing? This is Wade with Wade for Wireless, and today I'm asking the question, can Sprint get back to number three? You know, who knows? But first, I want to thank Tower Tracker Pro for all your site closeout needs. It is the app that will take you through it step by step, and you can send the pictures back to be audited. Well, the pictures, you can send the whole report back to be audited before you even leave the site, all using your smartphone or your smart device. How cool is that? TowerSafety.com. Tower Safety and Instruction is there for all your tower training needs. And they also have drone training because they partnered with on-manned experts to provide drone training to the tower industry. Also, I have the Wireless Deployment Handbook for LTE, Small Cells, and CRAN. Just you can go out there and you can, you know, deploy LTE Wireless and then or at least understand it. Gives you a good idea of what the handoffs are, what the steps are, and who does what. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Tower Family Foundation, towerfamilyfoundation.org, for all that they've done for the families of the tower climbers that have been injured, hurt, or died. And you know what? There's another foundation, the Hubble Foundation, hubblefoundation.org, Hubble, H-U-B-B-L-E. And they do so much for the families, again, of the injured climbers, the fallen climbers, both those organizations do so much to help the families. I just want to thank them, and I appreciate what they do, and consider this your public service announcement. But right now, I want to talk about Sprint. So, do we think Sprint can get back to number three? <laughs> Don't, I mean, aren't you curious? Aren't you curious if they can get back to number three? They keep telling us how great the network is. I mean, someday we got to believe them, right? And if you're working on the network, you sure hope they can get back to number three. You sure hope they start spending soon, but... Boy, financially, they're just in dire straits, it seems. They have a lot of problems. If you're a Sprint vendor, you feel the pinch. You've been through the rounds of RFPs, of RFIs. If you're a vendor, you can see they're doing reverse auctions more and more just to drive down price because it's interesting with Sprint because they want to make the work a commodity. And I get it. I get it. That's, that's a good idea. However, they want to make the labor a commodity, but they still have CDMA as uh, their network. And I don't see any signs of them getting rid of it for voice, at least. They understand the need for LTE and they have LTE in and they're doing the best that they can with the download and the upload speeds. You know, they're comparable with everybody else. Let's face it. All the carriers are probably even Steven on those uh, LTE download and upload speeds. You have some markets that are better, some that are worse. I get that. And obviously in Kansas City, Sprint kicks ass. We all know that. But the reality is when people look at the connection, they want a reliable connection. They want something with reliable service. And I think what the, the other thing is, being a vendor, you probably understand that when Sprint actually has a network and they're still doing voice on CDMA, that means they aren't going to sunset CDMA anytime soon. And when I say anytime soon, you know, I think the other carriers have a target date of 2020. And I could be wrong. You know, I'm just going off the cuff here. But I was listening to RCR's Martha DeGrasse when she was talking to Ian Gallat about the Sprint situation. And it just appears financially Sprint is in so much trouble, they just don't have the money to spend. Now, I, I got to give them credit. They're doing all the right moves. And I hope Marcelo Claret can make the difference. It seems like they're doing a lot of creative financing. I, I don't understand because I'm not a bank guy. I mean, what do I know? They're leasing out parts of the network. But the only thing that I recognize that no one seems to talk about, they just have a ton of 2.5 spectrum. And I know they're going to put something up soon. You know, I know they're going to do a rollout with, with the mini macros and they're going to do a rollout out with small cells, which 2.5 would be perfect for that. But I want you to think about something. They don't have Volta yet that I am aware of. 
at least not in the nationwide scale. Without Volte, you can't do voiceover. So now you're going to be deploying CDMA. We all know that CDMA is still down in what the 800, 1900 megahertz bands, and the 2.5 is pretty much for LTE because it's it's TD. Anyway, I know I know I'm getting deep here, but my point is I don't see any signs of a fully LTE system with Volte and you know the network function virtualization at NFV with all those features coming into tact just yet. And if they want to do a foundation for 5G, they're really going to have to start doing the IMS soon, so the IP multimedia service. And, and they probably have it. It's probably just not launched on a uh, mass scale. I mean, I'm just telling you what I see looking from the outside in. But Sprint's pulling back on spending. I mean, who didn't know that? Did anyone work on the NGN offer about a year ago? I know mostly uh, vendors and climbers listen to this. We were all excited because we thought they were going to finally build out another network, which, again, we're excited for. But I get what they're saying. They just spent a ton of money on the Network Vision network, and they're hoping it would be right. They're hoping that they could make money off of it. They're hoping that they could you know, live off that for a while, at least till they pay down some bills. But I don't see them sunsetting CDMA anywhere near 2020. I think it's going to be years after that. And as you all know, it takes a long time to sunset something in the carrier world. The, the problem is, it's, what would you say, a sticky wicket? I don't know what you'd say. <laughs> Just making stuff up here. But if they can't sunset CDMA, they can't save money on the network. They can't commoditize the network. Now with LTE, pretty much all the OEMs can bounce through the networks. So they can't really drive pricing down because they have to rely on CDMA and the network. And CDMA is still pretty much vendor dependent. Whereas when they start going full LTE, they can start saving money, but they, they just aren't spending the money down to do that. So it's sort of interesting. So let's look at some hypotheticals. Let's play the what if game about bankruptcy. What if Sprint did go into bankruptcy? Well, for one, Laguerre would have a field day. Laguerre, John Laguerre at T-Mobile. That guy would make a whole new string of commercials and YouTube videos and Quite frankly, it'd be a lot of fun to watch. Guy's very entertaining. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm looking at the bright side here. He would be a lot of fun to watch. However, the reality is that it would be a major hit. It would make SoftBank look really bad, I think. This is my opinion. Because they don't want to fail. I mean, who wants to fail? But I think maybe they are turning Sprint around. You know, I think maybe they are finally out of the clutches of bankruptcy. And I think maybe in 2020, they'll move ahead. So maybe this time they really can turn around. But if they did go into bankruptcy, it'd be bad for the whole industry. The FCC would be very worried about that because it just doesn't look good when a major carrier. I mean, they are one of the top carriers here in the States. If they went under, it would be bad for all the communications. I think everyone would take a hit. So nobody really wants that, even though we joke about it. We don't want that. Even though they're falling behind on technology, you see a lot of things that they should be doing that they're not doing. Hey, if they got, owe that $10 billion in 2020 when it comes around... I think they would only do bankruptcy as a last resort. I just do. I don't know the whole thing about the uh, investment, but God, I hope they don't go bankrupt. So what about a takeover? Well, the FCC and the SEC already made it clear that you, you can't have the major carriers merge here in the States. They want the competition. I think the, they already looked into merging T-Mobile and Sprint. Not going to happen. So when I was listening again to Ian Gallat and Martha DeGrassi on RCR, they had that YouTube video, which I had the link at wadeforwireless.com. So feel free to go in and listen to it. It would have to be someone outside of the states like Vodafone. And Vodafone, for those of you that don't know, had a stake in Verizon Wireless for a long time. However, SoftBank already <laughs> invested in Sprint. <laughs> so somebody technically already took them over. 
I don't know who. I don't know if SoftBank. I can't imagine they don't have the stomach to handle Sprint. I mean, I would like to think that they want to turn them around. They want to see it be successful. I mean, someone already took over Sprint. Now what? Are we looking for another partner? Does SoftBank want to sell? I don't know. I don't know what SoftBank's thinking. So somebody already took them over. So let's just put that behind us. And I, I think as much as people would like Sprint and they have all that 2.5 gigahertz spectrum, I just can't see people wanting the debt. That's just what I see. But hey, what do I know? Now, the network is falling behind. This is a big point I was making about Volte and NFV and the, the, the issues that they're going to have and how long they're going to have to maintain CDMA. These are all costs that they have to incur down the road, especially if they continue with voice on CDMA. They have to maintain that network. It's just going to be a hassle because it's one more thing they have to maintain, one more thing they have to pay for. And if they expand or if they put in small cells or anything, it's 3G and 4G, 3G and 4G. It's going to be a hit, not just now, but in the long run. So let's make some comparisons here. So we all see T-Mobile moving ahead quickly with LTE, and Verizon is always pushing ahead. You know, they're always the leader of the pack. But give T-Mobile credit. They are moving ahead at leaps and bounds. They really seem to know what they're doing here. It's really impressive. So what we look at here, we have to look at AT&T, who hasn't done much in a year. I mean, they, they seem to be ready to spend. And when they spend, maybe it'll be like they'll go balls to the wall and move ahead quickly. That's all I'm saying. But we all see with the other three carriers, CDMA, GSM, whatever they had before, going away. They don't want to maintain older systems. They get the big picture. They want to save as much money as they can as soon as they can. They want to sunset the old systems as soon as they can. They also see LTE as a commodity. So just for cost savings in the future, once again, you have the other three carriers positioning themselves in a very favorable way compared to Sprint. You just see Sprint spending a lot of money in the future to make the changes that they should have done today. But if you own the money, you own the money. What do we say? So in 2020, they'll have a 2015 network. Good for them. What's next? I hope they get back to good. Seriously. I really want to see Sprint succeed. I want to see Sprint become a leader again. And when I say a leader, I don't just mean in the network, although I do mean in the network because I want that's more work for all of us, right? For all you people listening. I want to see them get back to good. Good would be good. They need to get out of this bankruptcy scare. They need to get out from under this debt. And it seems like I'm guessing that's what SoftBank and Marcelo Clore are doing. They're really working hard to get them back to good. They've done a lot of uh, fancy leveraging, which I, I don't understand. I have no idea how that financing works or how they could possibly take what they had and sell it off and lease it. It's, it seems brilliant in my eyes, but who knows? I guess we'll see in 2020, right? And uh, another thing to think about, Sprint someday has got to move ahead with the network build. Someday they got to release some funds and make some improvements. But what improvements will they make? Do we know? I mean, are they just going to put LTE everywhere, go Volte and, and Sunset CDMA very quickly? I don't see that happening. I mean, just for the number of devices out there, it's very hard for that. And they were in a good position to do it now, I think. But the other thing is they want to go to this monopole thing where they – you know, get off as many of the larger towers as they can, which I, I think is a great idea. You know, I think it's great to right away and all that. But in the States, there's a lot more obstacles that, you know, you have zoning and permitting and things like that. It's very frustrating. So they have a lot of obstacles ahead, but they'll overcome them. They always have in the past, right? When you look at Sprint's history, they had Nextel, the purchase of Nextel, which they sunset everything, <laughs> shut the network down. That, that didn't work out so well. 
Suns and you know, Nextel had a high revenue per unit, a high ARPU. It was pretty impressive, but they never seemed to get out from the debt. So they really acquired the debt from Nextel. The other thing they had was WiMAX. You know, they had the Clearwire system, and then they sunset that. <laughs> but they got a lot of Spectrum. I, I don't know if Clearwire made a lot of money or not. I mean, it's a hell of a system. It's an old data system. It's pretty cool, but that's gone now. You know, it's just gone. It really put the nail in the coffin for WiMAX. I mean, everything's LTE now. LTE is a standard. LTE gets faster and faster. You have LTE Advanced. You have LTE for 4G. You have LTE as a backbone for 5G. It's just very interesting. So you got to ask yourself, can they do it? Can Sprint get back to good? Oh, I hope so. Seriously. I don't know what you guys hope. When I talk to people and that have the Sprint phones, you know, they're either happy or mad or they don't care. It's just they want to get back to a reliable network that they can count on anywhere. And I think Sprint business-wise wants to get back to something very strong. They want to be – they're still a player in the industry. Don't get me wrong. They're still in the big four. But I just want to see them get back to the big four and stability. All right, everyone. Be smart, be safe, and pay attention. See ya.